Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Jay. I'm back again. Another day of the park car conversation. This is episode five. And I'm so thankful that all you guys have shown me so much love and so much feedback and have been engaging in these conversations because they're super, super important. Today, this episode has been the hardest episode for me to prepare for to this date. Um, emotionally, I was I was a wreck. Like I couldn't stop crying while trying to prepare this. So just a reminder that this Park Car Conversation series is a series that will be speaking about things that are vulnerable, things that are uncomfortable, things that are hard to talk about and to accept, right? And things to challenge yourself. And so with that being said, um, today I'm going to be sharing something from the heart that is dear to me. And the topic today I'm going to be speaking about is raising a black son. I came about an article on Facebook that was titled When My Beautiful Black Boy Grows From Cute to a Threat, written by Georgina Dukes. So I'm going to make sure that it's in the caption so that you guys can properly see the full article. So I'm going to read to you guys an excerpt from her article and it says, Raising a black boy is a scary blessing. It is like a big countdown from when your child grows from this cute little person into a threatening weapon. Even though my black baby boy may hate violence, may not believe in carrying weapons or even fighting, the sheer amount of melanin in his skin will make him a threat in a short amount of time. I wish I could slow time down, not only because I want to cherish these sweet moments of his childhood, but also because I know that it's only a matter of time before I can no longer protect him. This beautiful black boy from the ignorant people that will see him as a weapon of mass destruction only because of the color of his skin. So my question is, how long do I have before my child, before my beautiful baby black boy is seen as a threat? I see my son running around the house, high energy, causing destruction, shoving food in his mouth, making a mess, crying for things that he wants. And at the end of the night, when I put him to sleep and he looks up at me and he has these eyes just like in awe of his mommy. I can't separate myself from that mother that wrote that article. Like, how could I? She's speaking about her son and her son is my son. Right. I'm I am her. She is me. Like the fact that my son could be placed in harm and danger for the color of his skin. My beautiful baby black boy that is doing anything regular. The fact that my son can leave his house and go for a jog and be gunned down. The fact that my son can be in a convenience store holding a pack of Skittles, wearing a hoodie. I raised every single day, worked my ass off to make sure that he was good. Put food in his mouth, loved him, nurtured him, taught him, smiled with him, laughed with him. You are intimidated by his skin color. I want to I want to talk about threatened by whom. Right. So at the end of the article, Georgina Dukes addresses the mothers of a non black boy. And she says every last one of those men that killed an unarmed black boy was raised by a mother. I wish that mother had the opportunity to read this post when her child was young. Right. And so to you that's watching this, can you raise your child not to hate my son because of his skin color? Can you raise your children, your nephews, your nieces, your grandchildren not to fear my baby boy? Well, that, that who's then going to grow into a beautiful young black king. Right. I've always felt really passionate about the topic of Black Lives Matter and supporting, you know, black businesses and the black community, because, you know, and especially in a topic like this, the reason why it troubled me so much is that 
the black boy that they're talking about that's now a threat is my father. The black boy that they're now talking about is my son. It's my brothers. It's all the black kings that I've had in my life. All the black students that I've had a connection with, like, they are now the threat that my little black boy is growing into. Whether or not you choose to believe that racism exists, I've watched black boys struggle in all different aspects, right? I've experienced my black kings in my life who have had a hard time in the job industry. Certain industries, for example, like construction, where it's very um, ethnic base like niche base and they, they stick to their own and they like feel like they're discriminated against the workplace things like that are actually happening I'm not turning a blind eye to it because it's not even another those are black kings in my life that's also now my son that's going to face these same implications right I've heard students say to me before like miss people lock the doors when I walk by I've grown up like hearing my dad tell me my whole life that a black man is always going to have to work 10 times harder in this world to get to where someone else has to get right and I've watched over and over someone that looks like my son turn into a hashtag I've, I've seen over and over I've seen friends that are also my son become someone that they're seeking justice for because they're wrongfully killed because of this color of his skin my beautiful black boy so can you who's watching this black or non-black right Speak excellence into the life of a black man. Speak excellence into my son when you see him, right? Don't assume that my son is causing you a threat because you're, you're like, you can't acknowledge the fact that his skin color can't hurt you. And so the ugly truth is that for every encouraging talk that I have, that you have with our black boys, right? There is an evil filled person that just like, like this, boom, over and over and over again, we see it in the media, we see it in our hometowns, we see it in our circles, right? In the blink of an eye, a black boy is murdered. A black boy has his life taken away. A mother, me, I have to see my son get to 15 years old, 18 year old, years old, 21 years old, whatever the age is, with a full life ahead of him. So much life left, right? For someone to take away my son's life because they're intimidated by his color, that infuriates me. Like yesterday when I was trying to prepare for this podcast, I cried for about an hour. I couldn't stop. And I said, you know what? When I want to speak about it, I'm going to be strong and I'm not going to cry. Right. Because I need to be a strong black mother. Right. I need to be. And even if you're a non-black mother that's raising a black son. Right. You need to be able to be strong for these kings to let them know that, listen, not everybody is out here like against you. And I'm going to fight for that cause because I'm now I'm fighting. I'm pleading just like this mother who wrote this article. I'm pleading with you. Do not kill my son because of his skin color. There's so much of his life that is this. All of his life is not depicted by his skin color. His skin cannot hurt you. I am not asking anyone to grant my beautiful black baby boy any extra privilege while he integrates into the world. I will teach my son that a good work ethic and good mannerisms will directly translate into a success to be, I'll teach him to be a good person. I will teach him so far from things that are hateful. But when I have to explain to my son that when he's driving, don't wear a baseball cap because it's going to make him more likely to be pulled over by cops. Or when I do have to tell him that when he has an encounter with cops, do not make a single move because this is his reality. He doesn't have to be in the wrong before he's already guilty. He's not allowed to prove to anyone 
that he's a good guy. He's a good person that he's just walking down the street. He's just running down the street. He's just in the store trying to buy some candy. And so to the mother who's raising her child with an oblivious eye, with a hateful heart, I wish I could plead and tell this mother how much that my son means to me. No color. Just the child that I've raised from a baby. Then everything that she's done likewise to her child. They started the same way. They'll end the same way. I wish I could plead to her and explain to her how much that my child means to me. So please don't feel threatened by my son as he grows older. Please don't see, please don't separate that little cute baby boy that he is into a monster that is out to harm you, right? Please teach your children, your nephews, your nieces, your grandchildren, that if you were to take away this woman's child, you would make my life hell on earth. You would crush my entire being. Please stand up and don't turn an eye when me, his mommy, can't be there to protect him. Please watch out for these beautiful young baby boys, these black kings that are out there because it's happening at rapid rates. It's never stopped. It's an ongoing problem and it's something that we need to talk about. Speak up when you have to. If you see something that's not right happening, say something because when I can't be there for my baby boy, God forbid, I pray to God that there's always going to be someone there that's going to protect someone's young, beautiful, black baby boy. And to my son, when you watch this, when you're older, I hope that you're proud of everything that you are, color and all. I hope that you know that you're intelligent, that you're powerful, that you're respectable. And to another mom who's watching this, or to another parent, or to another person who is raising children, I hope that we can continue to have this conversation. Continue to message me. Let's continue this movement and let other people know that we need everyone's help to protect all of these children. But especially right now, these beautiful black baby boys like my son, who's going to grow up and be a threat to somebody for no reason.